Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and Anxiety Slayer partner, Ananga Sevier. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together, we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. And today we're going to discuss three fears that might be stopping you from asking for help and how you can overcome them. Hey, Ananga, how you doing this week? Hi, Shen. It's wonderful to be together with you again and sharing a new podcast with our listeners. I love today's topic and would like you to just jump right in. One of the challenges with anxiety is that it can be very isolating. And anxiety can run around in our head and cause havoc and make it very difficult for us to reach out and ask for help when we need it. Seem to be different things that can stop us speaking our feelings or asking for support when we need it. So if we look at the first one, I think the most common one is that we fear appearing weak. We live in a society where we're really expected to keep going, whatever's going on in our life, and to have house and home and our appearance and everything just so, and it puts us under tremendous pressure. Sometimes it makes it really hard to just reach out to a friend and say, I'm struggling and I need some help. This really speaks to me in a big way because as soon as you started talking about the fear of appearing weak, I could hear the internal critic in my head saying things like, suck it up and just keep moving and get it done and all of those things versus realizing that, that I'm actually showing strength if I ask for help and that I don't need to pre-qualify what someone else is going to think when I ask for help, but to reach out to somebody that I trust and to let them know where I'm at and silence that inner voice that tells me to keep going no matter what. Yeah, it's very difficult when there are so many expectations on us to just push on. A friend of mine made me laugh last week. She's quite active on Instagram. And she was looking at all these houses with white furniture and white carpets and several perfectly scrubbed kids. And she was just thinking, this is impossible. How, how can you have such a spotless home and presentation? So she privately messaged somebody and said, can you please tell me how is it that your home, your furniture, your children, everything is so spotless? And the reply came back, I have a live-in nanny and a live-in cleaner and it's still bloody hard. Oh my gosh, I love that example. <laughs> Uh, that made her feel a lot better. And then she was quoting J.K. Rowling when people were asking, how did you give so much time to write in your books when you were a mom and you had this and that going on? And she said, I lived in squalor for months. I'm sure it wasn't squalor, but I understand that she might have had to live in some mess, as have I when I've been living with chronic illness. You can't do it all, all the time. And there are days when we look around and we feel bad, we feel we failed. And then there are the times when we manage to sit down and say, actually, I am giving my heart and my time and my attention to my top priorities and I can't always do it all. And sometimes people are happy when we reach out for help because it brings an openness and an honesty to our relationships where they can say, you know, me too. Sometimes I'm struggling too. So we can really 
connect with people on a heart level and really have a deeper conversation. That leads to the second piece, which is fear of rejection. If you look at this in your own situations with your friends and families and those that you love, do you reject them when they need your help? Chances are you don't. And these are the very same people that will step up and hold your hand and listen and be there for you too. A while ago, I was going through a particularly difficult time and a friend called up that needed a favor and I was trying to oblige and do what was needed and I was struggling a bit. Wasn't very good timing. And it's somebody I'd known for many years and we've had some really good talks, but I've never really said, you know, I'm having a difficult time. And on this day, I just had to. It was either that or I was going to become upset or irritable. I just needed to tell her, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm struggling a bit today. And she just stopped and said, it's okay. What's going on? And I told her and she was fantastic. Absolutely amazing. And our relationship for me has just been even more wonderful ever since that time when she just stopped and said, what's going on? And she shared back some things that she'd been through that I would never have imagined, even though we had a long-term relationship. Sometimes we actually need to give others the chance to support us as we would choose to support them. We need to be a little careful, a little selective. You know, there are the friends you feel that you really can confide in and those that are more acquaintances, and we don't want to go revealing our heart to everyone. But I'm sure we all have a special someone somewhere that we can really talk to when we need to. And it's good for them to have the opportunity to help. Just like when we have a friend who's suffering and, and you want to say, what can I do? Is there anything I can do for you? We feel better helping. It's nice to look at it the other way. Maybe somebody would like to help you too. And you deserve it. So you can allow that to happen. Often, there are people who think we are so strong and, you know, that we're this mountain and they forget and maybe we forget too because we spend so much time shouldering so much and being so strong that in that perception, in that forgetting that sometimes we get caught up in that being afraid that we've lost control. How can I be this person that everybody comes to, this beacon of strength and fall apart? But admitting that you're losing control or that you're having a bad day or that you're human, I mean, goodness sakes, you're human, that this is okay. It's okay to have those days when you're feeling weak. It's okay to admit it. It's okay. I'm the poster child for this piece because usually there's not much that can knock me down. But over the years, when I've learned to be more vulnerable and more transparent and honest on the days where, where I feel small too, it's made all the difference to ask for what I need, even in that face of feeling weak or that I've lost something. There is a strength within it and there's a self-respect within just reaching out and saying what's going on and saying what help we need. I remember when I was younger talking to a mentor who dealt with so many problems. He had so, so much going on. I sat in front of him and I said, actually, I feel embarrassed 
to ask you for assistance with what I'm going through because you're dealing with so much. And he just smiled at me and said, everyone has their threshold. And I thought that was so kind because this really is somebody who had so many things on his shoulders. And it just gave me permission to be a young person that was having a rough time. And it was valid. My rough was valid. It wasn't anywhere near the size or quantity of the things he was dealing with, but my rough was valid. And it was valid, and and we do not have to compare our situations with others. There's going to be a wide range of situations and stories and experiences that you can't even imagine how people get through them. But your story is valid, and your story matters, and it does not need to be compared to somebody else's. I love thinking about that and that he told you that everyone has their threshold, that you can come back to that and say, okay, this is my threshold. Yeah. Yours might be different and that's okay. I've remembered that for 30 odd years. It really helped me. And also that we have to understand that our personal threshold is flexible. There are days when I can cope with some things better than others. There are days Mm -hmm. when I can fly through a string of problems and there are other days where if my Mobile phone and the house phone rings at the same time. I want to cry. It's too much. Mm -hmm. Two phones ringing, two things to deal with. Because there are days when we feel more tired. There are days when we feel more overwhelmed. And if we are living with anxiety, then that's a whole thing in and of itself that's taking so much time and energy and attention. And it is going to make coping with things more challenging. And it's okay. It's an awful thing to be living with anxiety. And it's okay to ask for help. Speaking of what helps, let's go through the list of items that we've created and the resources that we can share with our listeners today to really help them wrap their arms around these three fears. One thing that's quite helpful is bark flower remedies. There's a remedy called agrimony, which is for those who try and carry on regardless. If you feel that you're in situations where people ask you, how are you? And you'd really desperately like to reach out and ask for help but you're hiding your worries behind a brave face and you're saying, I'm fine, and you're trying to carry on, then agrimony can really help build the internal courage and and support to speak up and say, actually, I need to talk. When you find the courage to reach out to somebody that you trust, we recommend that you try your best to keep your request very specific. Because when you've gotten to that point, you might be, your mind might be full of all kinds of things that are making you feel uncomfortable and anxious. And that sometimes puts us in that position where we just start kind of like spewing everything that's floating around in our heads, which really can make the person on the other end of the phone or in front of you recoil and feel like, "Uh oh, you know, this is more than even I can address. By keeping your request specific, you can get the help you need. You can zero in on letting them know, I just really need to be heard. I, I don't need you to solve anything or whatever, but I'm having a tough time and you know, can you hold space for me? I like asking for permission before just diving into a situation. The other pieces, maybe there are resources or tools or something that they might be able to help you with. Ask them for something specific. Have you ever felt this way? And in your situation, what has worked for you? And also, if you might need support or help trying out a new technique, 
anxiety is really overwhelming and it's very difficult for us to try things, try new things, learn new things. So if you wanted to try a breathing technique, maybe a friend could go through it and sit and have a try with you. Maybe you're anxious to go out in public. Maybe you have an errand to run and it's confusing for you or difficult for you to get out of the house and do that. Maybe you could just ask a friend, would you please come with me and support me while I do this? Just have a think about what you need. It's very easy for anxiety to put a, an uncomfortable spin on everything in our heads and sometimes it creates such a storm that it's difficult for us to see where there is the possibility of support. So just sit down and just ask yourself specifically, what do I need and who can I ask? I think that EFT tapping can also open the door and pave the way to feeling more comfortable speaking to a trusted friend or family member. Yeah, EFT is extremely valuable exercise for these kind of situations. And what I'd recommend you do for that is go to our website to anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT. You'll find some more information about EFT tapping there. There's also a diagram there of the tapping points and a description of how to use EFT. And I'll just give you a quick run through of something you could try with that now. And that would be to note down your main concern about asking for help. I'll use the example of feeling weak or feeling like you're bothering somebody. So you just start tapping when you look at the diagram on the point on the side of your hand, which is halfway between the heel of your hand and your little finger on the outside edge. It's nicknamed the karate chop point. So if you imagine chopping a piece of wood with the side of your hand, it's that point there. So you tap with your fingertips of the other hand. Just take a deep breath in and settle yourself down. And use the words, even though I feel really worried about asking for help, even though I'm scared, so scared of being rejected, I'm scared that I'm going to be bothering someone, I'm scared of appearing weak, I love and accept myself, I'm doing the best I can with this. Just keep tapping that point on the side of your hand. Even though I'm so worried they're going to think I'm weak, I accept myself. Even though I'm so scared of being rejected, I accept myself. And you start tapping at the point on the diagram at the beginning of your eyebrow, scared of being rejected. And tap on the outside of your eye, worried about bothering other people. Tapping under your eye, scared they'll think I'm stupid. Tapping on your top lip, worried about appearing weak. And tapping on your chin, scared of being rejected. Carry on tapping through the points on the diagram like that. You can also use your own words. Your own words are always the most powerful. But I hope some of the words I've used will give you an example that you can relate to. It might be the same for you. It might be completely different. So just jot down what your fear is for you and sit with that diagram and just spend about five to seven minutes tapping those points through. And if you want to know more about EFT tapping, we have a step-by-step -step course that really takes you through how to use it for overcoming anxiety. Thanks so much, Ananga. I'm glad that we talked about these three fears and all of these different ideas and resources and how to get beyond them. Anxiety Slayer has been offering a free podcast for more than six years. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step -step support on getting the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Are you ready to take action against your anxiety? Enroll in the Anxiety Slayer Academy now and you can get started today. Visit anxietyslayer.com 
forward slash support.